Hello and welcome to episode, I don't know what episode this is, of <laughs> Tools, Specs, and Discourse, brought to you by TCG Player. There we go, that's our intro. <laughs> <laughs> so friends, we haven't done a show in a while, it's been very busy, Amy's been on holiday, I'm a little jealous because you went to nice big places with fancy trees. Did you have yeah. a good time? Nice uh, break, relaxing, oh, I hope. Oh, it was so nice to be away from a computer screen, except <laughs> it wasn't, because I'm addicted to Magic the Gathering and... Uh, being out in the woods with no card games was well, it was difficult. <laughs> I did enjoy I did enjoy hiking, and we did actually pick up a copy of. Do you know the uh, the game Munchkins? No, but it sounds adorable. Yeah, it's kind of like D and D as a card game. Okay, that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's very fun. There's a lot of fighting with your friends in it and trying to trick each other. The trouble is that we had two couples in the room trying to play uh. with each other, and the other couple kept working together while me and Nick we understand the spirit. <laughs> of the game. My boyfriend and I would not work together in this game. Nice, I like it. I like it when there's a little bit of competition between the couples. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Well, there has been obviously a lot to talk about since uh, we last spoke, Amy. Um, oh my god, so many tournaments happened while I was gone. Yeah, if well, I mean, we know about them, I don't. Heck, so. let's uh, kick things off with the Twitch Rivals tournament, which happened recently. Um, yeah, so, um, yes, it was my birthday when we uh, when we did the Twitch Rivals Happy tag birthday. team thing. Oh, thank you. So yeah, so there's me. Look, look, see, there's me on the thingy. And uh, yeah, so this format was a little bit strange uh, because it was a tag team. Hey, uh, what's a uh, team draft? It was, yeah, it was tag team draft. So me and Merchant were on a team and now we had to get accumulative wins or accumulate wins in order to, you know, win the event, etc, etc. So yeah, so he drafted, I drafted, and then we just go and, you know, play against random people in the uh, best of three queue and what? hope for the best. Yeah, so Wait. that's how that worked. It was a little bit weird. Yeah, I, I would have kicked a butt in that. I've had like a six and two average for War of the Spark drafting. I, that would have been, you would have been, you, sh you, you should have played. Yeah, should have played. Should have played. Should have just, here. you know, gotten so, the Wi-Fi in the middle of the big trees and you could have played. So you weren't actually playing, though, with Merchant. It was just no. your so, so, like, in the beginning we started off and we would, uh, you know, we'd say, hey, cool, look at these picks. Let's take that card, take that card, take that card. Oh, put that in the deck, put that in the deck. But then, you know, we don't actually converse while we were playing because the tournament was quite, uh, quite hectic. Um, you know, because you had to get three runs done in six hours. You know, three runs each. And that's a, that's Wait, a little bit... That's a lot of drafting! Yeah, that is a lot of drafting. So a lot of the teams didn't finish uh, their full drafts. You know, that would have to be like pencils down at the end. Yeah. Like, sorry, that's your run done. Um, but yeah, it, it was cool, like, you know, to do a team thing. But I think they should have like a, a little less... Um, what, what am I saying? a little less runs to do so that the team can actually sit and you know like play a game together kind of thing i think that would be be better for next time but uh, what i thought team draft fun. was was that both of you selected from the same draft together like you made the decisions on your picks yeah 
recreated that same deck outside of draft. Yeah. Oh, and then play each other. And then you played in the tournament style, like with brackets and everything else, with those decks that you drafted, admittedly against bots, but still an arena. That would that would be cool. I mean, that's something they could think of for next time. Uh, that is a good suggestion, actually. So I might go and send them an email and be like, "Yeah, hey, let's do it like that." Rivals. Yeah, or you know, Arena can just make pod drafting with real people. That'd be cool too. Um, I probably saying. wouldn't play it very much just because I hate having to make decisions online. <laughs> under a minute because i'll sit there and i'll be like oh my god do i want that one or that one (laughs) yeah i know i I know the feels it is it is nice to just sit and not waste anyone's time but you know i do miss the paper drafting experience in magic in you know in arena i want to spark paper draft in like two days so good nice good luck i hope you get all the bombs I will open all the gideons all the gideons good i like it So yeah, so that was uh, Twitch Rivals. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't have the best run. I got, I got out rared in a lot of games, and you know I misplay as well when I'm playing in tournaments. We have, we know this by now. Yeah, it's difficult. But it was still it was a lot of fun, and uh, would I hope they do something like this again? And I hope that Arena sees how much of a demand there is for tournaments, and actually get like proper pod drafting and things in, because that would be dope. Speaking of I'm tournaments coming like up that. in Arena, the Mythic Qualifiers are next weekend when we are recording, which means that they are going to be like a few days away from when this comes out. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so that's something important to talk about because yeah. it's on the 25th, uh, I believe. And these are the, the qualifiers that are going to be in Arena. These are the people who got into the top thousand in yeah. Mythic being qualified. Uh, it's also me. Surprise. Um, I have been in the top thousand in mythic but i got a surprise hey you're actually in the qualifiers all right we're in the top 16 of the invitational they keep doing this weird stuff hey tell me ahead of time guys um (laughs) but there's a major problem what nobody knows what the format is (laughs) like it's a week away no one knows what the format is nobody knows what the format is yikes is it best of one? Is it best of three? Am I allowed to stream it? Wait, maybe it's a draft. Maybe it's a sealed. Maybe day one is maybe day one is constructed and day two is sealed. I don't know. Hmm. Do I need to do anything to prep? Yeah. What's the matter? <laughs> I, I can't really help you there because I was nowhere in the top 1000, nowhere near it even. I played a little bit of standard and then I got really annoyed because little Teferi is a thing. Um, so oh, I, yeah. I've been playing mostly um, limited because like I haven't gotten mythic in limited yet, so that's like my objective for for arena at the moment is uh, getting that done. But yeah, I mean, good luck. I guess <laughs> I really don't know what to do about it. There's just this little thing that comes up on my profile page, and it says mythic qualifier qualified. And if I go to the view event details, yeah, um, it it just says the date in fact it doesn't actually say the date on that page it only said the date on um on magic's twitter account and they said it starts at i think 6 a.m pacific time which is 9 a.m my time thankfully oh my god i I saw um asian avenger tweeted like i can't get up that early and crim's just like and this is this is very early in the morning for a nighttime streamer well uh, good luck to you guys. I know there's quite a few players that, you know, quite a few people that stream that we know that are in there. So, yeah. uh, 
yeah, who you who you hoping makes it through? Obviously, I hope you make it through. Me. You know. Yes, you. But I actually have. not. That's stressful, and that's <laughs> a lot of games. Um, I'm hoping that a lot of the uh, the people who aren't streamers, the people who are just like, hey, I'm really good at magic, but I don't necessarily have a lot of exposure, and I don't get out to LGSs, things like yeah. that. Or maybe I'm in a more remote place where there isn't an LGS, but I play arena nonstop. I want those people to get through because there's going to be a be lot cool. of luck involved. Oh yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to have some new heroes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to meet some new people who are just these crazy good players that no one's ever heard about. Just be like, hey, you, I'm going to take your crown. I want that to happen. So, yeah, I like that. I, I hope we get some uh, hope we get some new heroes out of this, uh, this qualifier. <laughs> yeah, I also hope that we get lots of people with great hair. Great it's hair is magic needs right now is better hair. Mm hmm. Someone to rival Reed Duke, perhaps. Yeah, somebody to rival Reed. <laughs> Let's be honest, he has the best hair, right? He it's the it's best pretty hair good. in the MPL. Mm -hmm. Although Autumn Burchett might rival him. Mm. Autumn's got the sickest curls. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is how we qualify the quality of the MPL by their hair. Mm -hmm. I mean, I qualified <laughs> like who I supported the most in League of Legends esports, best uh, like based on who was the best at smack talking the other team. So okay. <laughs> it's all up to what you like. Precisely that. All right, let's check chat chat about the MPL. Obviously, uh, the MPL weekly shows have started. Uh, Sparks Bit Week 1 mm -hmm. is over and done so. Let's take a look at the meta deck, well, the meta game and the deck list, I guess. So from the first week, there were a bunch of Azorius aggro. You know, masquerading as white weenie, but we all know they're splashing baby to fairy and the deputies of detentions and Durban's vetoes, etc. etc. So yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. how I would see all of them being qualified as mono white aggro when they have eight or more blue sources in the deck. Yeah, it's so funny when I see that too. But uh, I did see with a lot of these decks as well, they were only having the blue lands in their main deck, no other blue cards, and then they would sideboard in all their nope spells. So I noticed a couple yeah. of them had the Teferis in main board. Uh, that yeah. was it. And this is Baby Teferi. This is the three drop time raveler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Teferi. Who I is like calling Teferi? him Baby Teferi. He's at, well, yeah, because there's Big Teferi, which is being played a lot in Standard and Modern also. Uh, and then there's a little Teferi, little a pain in the butt. Oh my god. Yes, yes, he's a pain in the butt. He is actually, okay, that card is the most played card from War of the Spark. And he is in so many different color combinations. He's in Bant, he's in Esper, he's in Azorius, he's in frickin' Mono White. You know, he's just everywhere. Yeah, and I'm over here just like, how about I don't play him? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I've, been, I've been playing one deck for the most part since War of Spark came out. And oh, it yeah? was a, uh, a gruel mid-range deck Ooh. that's designed to deal all 20 damage in one turn using uh, Ilhar. Ah, oh, nice. God, I love him so much. He's so big and beautiful. He's a good and piggy. Him, is... him big pig. <laughs> I love big pig. Um, the yeah, Baconator but, Supreme. The Baconator Supreme. Pain, <laughs> Pain Bacon OG. Mm-hmm. Pain Bacon. Looking mm -hmm. at some of the other deck lists, though, there's no real surprises. I mean, Esper Control, everyone expects. Mono Red yeah. Aggro, not that many. It looks like there's a bunch of Esper Control, a couple Esper Midrange, which is uh, Esper Hero. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Hero uh, of Precinct 1 decks. I love those decks. Those are so cool. They're a little bit more fun. Uh, they use a lot more utility creatures, things mm. like Hostage Taker, stuff that we've actually seen in the previous sets. Yeah. But multicolored cards, especially in Esper, 
really got some great tools. Uh, we got Dobin's Veto, we got DSpark. There's also um, the Demir colored card. I'm blank. And there's Entered the God Eternals. Oh yeah, Enter the God Eternals is crazy cool. Yes. So those are all <laughs> multicolored cards that fit into this deck. Uh, as well as, of course, you know, the new Teferi, little Teferi, Soren. Um, those are also multicolored cards that have been going wild in here. Yeah. So if you guys do want to check out uh, week one's uh, games that are up on YouTube on Magic Esports channel, go check them out. Um, yeah, it'll be every Saturday. So it's ongoing thing if you want to check out the best players in Magic playing the best decks in the meta. Um, I will say I I kind of like seeing the strange decks. Like there was one that we're gonna play later on, uh, which was uh, Ken Yukihiro's Bant Proliferate deck. Now that's a whole bunch of counters and goodness. And if you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, you would have seen it up as well. It's a very fun deck, and that's what I like to see. I like to see the innovators. Right? Oh yeah. So I've I've actually run into this deck a few times. Oh, yeah? This is this is the Flash deck, right? Yeah. It's the um. Yeah. Hey, surprise! I have this creature. Um, <laughs> I noticed a lot of people were playing this uh, with varying, varying like deck lists. Mm. Uh, the funniest ones I saw is when people would flash in Shalai's to stop spells. Oh, nice! Uh, I don't Actually, think he, I don't think cool. he had that. I don't think no, no, no. Didn't have didn't have Shalai in that deck, but uh, that's pretty cool. I do like the new Vivian. Her abilities are super cool. Oh yeah. Um, more MPL news as well. Um, we have two new two new members in the MPL in uh, Savich. And Jess Estefan. Congrats to them. Obviously, Heck been a yeah, few Jess changes. <laughs> Obviously, there's been a few changes uh, in the MPL, and these two new players were introduced, and of course, a little bit of um, discussion on Twitter. I noticed because a lot of people were like, you know, why them? And they did have a explanation on their website. If you want to go check it out, and you know, it's all about diversifying the game and bringing in uh, people who wouldn't otherwise get there i suppose yeah the bar to entry into the mpl is really really difficult to achieve not just because you have to be a good player yeah. but also because you have to be able to get to all these like tournaments compete in all of them and uh for example jessica estefan yeah. lives in australia yeah that's far um, we were once chatting together about this because for her to fly to any of the european or american events that's yeah. like a thousand dollars of airfare alone Jeez. And so those like and those aren't covered anymore, right? Like the yeah, airfare and stuff. They don't cover airfare. Mm -mm. I've I've seen quite a few people, you know, having to do GoFundMe's just to get to, you know, hey, the I'm thing they call to Barcelona for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a little it's a little um, tricky in that regard. But you know, the one thing that Arena gets around is airfare, I suppose. So yeah. <laughs> well, I, you I know, at least for qualifiers and stuff for like big events, I. I'm not actually sure if the airfare is covered, but you know, I hope at least like the prize pool would incentivize them traveling to these big events. Yeah. Oh, you might pick up some beeping on my end. <laughs> that it's um, okay. I'll just imagine it's someone SOSing. It's your, it's your cat. SOS. It's my cat. Yeah, my cat. <laughs> by the way, since I got home from vacation, has been waking me up early and just screaming at me like, "Amy, you're home." <laughs> <gasps> Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> she just goes for it. Speaking of cats, I got a new kitten as well, and she's adorable. So go go check out my Twitter oh, in the yes, description. I saw the pictures, and uh, you did not <laughs> like that I was only offering boy names for your girl kitten. Yes. But I like, I like to misgender cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Uh, what else can we talk about magic-wise? Ooh, Modern Horizons. Modern Horizons is coming up. Spoilers happening on Monday, I believe. Um, so we've seen... We have the two spoilers. Yeah, we've got the um, Cabal Therapist and we have Sarah. Wait, hang on. There's a very important, very <gasps> important thing. Baby! She, baby! She doesn't like being held, though, so she might scratch me to death. Hello, tiny kitty baby. Hi. Do you have a name for your kitty yet? Not yet, no. So she's a little bit... Uh, a little bit not not being princess. held but she's so cute man and she plays oh so God. nicely and she's gonna be so good at magic because you're gonna train her to be the very best yes someone's a uh, suggestion for her name on twitter was one 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 lifelink <laughs> oh, well i mean you could call a cat one one and I it's could like totally. a dog barking too yeah oh, man she's so cute all right anyway sorry about that it's minor cat distraction but you know you all liked it why would it. you be sorry about sorry not kitten. sorry <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's a kitten yes there. Okay, now, Amy, I am not a modern player. I have never attempted modern, nor do I know any of the cards that are getting reprinted or potentially getting reprinted. So, you teach me. What's modern all about? What are we excited for? To, what do we want to see in the okay. spoilers? What is modern all about? Great idea. It's uh, gone horribly <laughs> wrong. Uh, modern is like the most degenerate format of, okay, so these cards aren't banned. What's the worst possible thing we could do with them? Okay. <laughs> um, modern is dominated by a, a couple decks that do change around when sets release. Um, yeah. I know that Phoenixes, uh, actually the Phoenix that was out in um, in Ravnica, have been very very popular recently. As well oh as yeah, Arclight Phoenix. That, uh, yeah, Arclight Phoenix, the the one that comes out of your graveyard yeah. okay. when you cast enough spells, but. What's going to be in Modern Horizons is a complete mystery because we don't know if it's going to be, I don't know, maybe some new land cycles will be in it. Mm -hmm. Maybe some reprints. Uh, I know some people are really hoping that we'll get reprints of fetch lands. Okay. Um, and fetch lands, for anybody who doesn't know, are kind of like Terramorphic Expanse, except you can grab anything that's, say, a forest or a mountain, including dual lands that are forests or mountains. So, using them. okay, I'm a complete noob here. So fetch land, you sack it to go and fetch something else, is that right? Yep, so okay. you sacrifice a land and it will either specify, usually two types of land uh, yeah. on it, uh, to what would normally be basic types, but as, as you know, some lands have multiple land types. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, as far as creatures and stuff go, like we've seen the Cabal Therapist, and yeah. that tells us nothing about what might be in the set. Let me read this quickly. At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, you may sacrifice a creature. When you do, choose a non-land card name, then target player reveals their hand and discards all cards of that name. Oh, that's kind of cool. Rude. Rude? Rude. I like it. So you could take a peek in your opponent's hand, right? And then yeah. you can be and like, hey, cool, you have those cards. I'm going to make you discard them on the next turn. There's Ooh. also uh, Sarah, who you may know from Sarah Angel. Yeah. Uh, who's been around forever. Uh, Sarah is like the head of these angels. She's yeah. like the dispatcher for them. <laughs> Dispatch, we need some more angels in precinct tent. She's never actually been on a card before. Hasn't well, she? I know, like she oh. had. There's not been a Sarah card, so I think she's probably been depicted. Oh, and you know, you know why I love this card already? Why? Magali Villeneuve. Oh yes. Oh, the art. Oh, oh so good. I actually want to get 
one of Magali's artworks tattooed <laughs> on that me. Cat yelling in the background. Oh no, that, that wasn't a cat. I think that was co carnage. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. There's a stream running. I have a home. It, you know, it's noisy. It's fine. There are cats and okay. things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I love this art already, and I want possibly my next tattoo to be something that she's drawn. So, yes. More tats. More tats, maybe. This one is healed. The cat almost uh, murderized it, though. Like we had to give her a bath on her first day here because we had a bit of a poopy accident. <laughs> so I have like cat scratches everywhere. <laughs> I feel like you should come visit me and my kitty. <laughs> If I'm ever in Toronto, then I will. Good. I'll see all of the kitties and they'll scratch me too. Because even when a kitty doesn't want to be held, I'll still hold it. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, cool. And then one last piece of, you know, topic news, whatever to chat about before we boop snoot sufficiently the War of the Spark debacle. Yes, the edition boxes went on sale. Yeah, I, I was actually live streaming this. Oh yeah, I remember you were. I was uh, at work when they went on sale. <laughs> yeah, so I was ready. I actually had a timer in chat, so I was like letting everybody know when to be ready, and I was posting a link so other people could get it. Uh, these are for the special Mythic Edition boxes. They have fancy alternate art versions of a whole bunch of cards, including Jason Mind Sculptor mm -hmm. uh, and the new Nicol Bolas and Ugin stuff like that. Gorgeous, gorgeous cards. And they sold out. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't sell out. There was, there, there was a mess. There was a mess. So I placed an order within the first maybe 45 seconds of it going live. This is documented visually. And I placed the order and it told me confirmed, but I didn't get a confirmation email or anything because it turns out that it didn't actually go through. Yeah, I had the same thing. So I tried again, and uh, as a note, I don't really have enough like liquid cash to be spending $500 not being sure if it goes through, because I didn't know it hadn't gone through at that point, and then yeah. spending another $500, that's like $1,000 out, to just be like, did I get this this cool cardboard thing? One for me and <laughs> one for friend? No? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I did, I did place a second order. Um, which uh, it turns out did get confirmed, but then me and many other people who had their orders confirmed, it wasn't actually confirmed. So we are receiving a, uh, a oops, we goofed up a <laughs> gift from, I believe it's eBay and Hasbro. Uh, we're getting mythic uncut, and rare yeah. foil uncut sheets, which is actually something I've always wanted. Yeah, I mean, like I personally, I wasn't, torn up when I didn't get this box. I was just like, you know what? It could be cool. I would like to, you know, try and get one. So I had the exact same situation. First order didn't go through. Second order was confirmed, but then there was just so much oh, confusion and just bullshit. No pun, you know, no apologies there, but there was just bullshit. That I mean, I kind they of They sold to like 50,000 or something. So yeah, they are printing going out. a cock ton of Sheets. <laughs> yes. So this so, is going to be interesting because this is going to be the first time that a foil sheet has been out in the wild in mass. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of uh, cool. I'm I know gonna, a lot of I'm people gonna frame are like, mine. oh, but it's so expensive to have it framed. It's like, I don't care. Cut yeah. your own that. I'm going to have it framed it's too awesome. because it's going to really, be cool. the coolest thing that you can put up on your wall. Uh, or you could just treat it like a really fancy poster that normally yeah. is hard to come by and yeah. just 
just tack it up on your wall. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just, just looking at the prices though on eBay for you know because obviously people didn't only buy two, they did whatever they did, oh, and some guy got like twenty, you know. So they're reselling them now for like close to a thousand dollars. Hey, resellers, you suck. You suck. Hey, like <laughs> when you get extra tickets to an event, like a concert that sells out, or you get extra mythic edition boxes, or you get extra tickets to PAX, which is a big convention sellout, you sell them to your friends at face value. <laughs> you tell them, Amy. Stuff, but you're being a dick. <laughs> you tell them, Amy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I feel bad for the people that actually you know, really wanted the cards to have you the cards, not the to cards. resell them. So, I'm, I mean, yeah. I think that one of the ones I really wanted, which is the Teo, I'll be able to get because mm. it's Teo. Yeah. <laughs> I want them for my Arcadeus deck. <laughs> I want the fancy one for the Arcadeus deck. Um, but the, like, one of the things I really wanted to do was I wanted to have a copy of this card that's so sought after, this Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah. And then very purposefully not play it and maybe make a YouTube video about the horrible things I could do to this card. Oh, uh, you would start make... it nice and light and gentle things like, oh, I'm just gonna shuffle it unsleeved. Just gonna oh shuffle it unsleeved. That's and making like, me uncomfortable. And like culminating in it, just be like, oh man, I spilled coffee on it. And it's like, it's getting lit on fire. Oh. My cars, <laughs> all the things I want to do to a Jace the Mind Sculptor. Oh Lord. Not just a Jace the Mind Sculptor, but like a foil alternate art Jace the Mind Sculptor. <laughs> oh, I guess the other thing we could talk about quickly before we uh, go boop snoots, the Japanese uh, alternate arts, they're very cool. Also, oh my God, they're way too hard to get. Yeah. Hey, Wizards of the Coast, can you print these, but like in English, but still with the Japanese arts? <laughs> so cool. And I understand like driving up value by having these things that are limited, but I'm actually going to like hop over to TCG Player and see if I can find... Oh, Liliana. I think uh, one of the Lilianas sold on eBay for $1,000. Yes. Um, I believe that the Liliana Dreadhorde General in Japanese with the alternate art is now selling for obscene amounts of money, especially in foil. Um, want to know? I don't want to um, know. I'm looking up to see, like, well, hey, what's the market price of this Liliana Japanese art? So if I look at TCG Player right now, yeah, that's where I'm looking. Uh, there's one available non-foil for about $160. That's the cheapest. Um, and there are no foil ones available for sale, I believe, because they're all being bought no matter what price they're being listed at. Yeah, pretty much. And they can be resold because, you know, everyone wants one. Yep. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, goodness. I, I was tempted to get a box. My, my local game store were getting another uh, another shipment in, but when I saw the, the the price of just the box, I mean, sure, it's you, know, you could have good value in there, but I'm just like, yeah, I can't spend that money at the moment, so it's all right. Uh, my, one of my viewers is actually coming from Japan, and he's going to leave some booster packs for me, so... Oh, that's, that's nice. That's very kind of him, yeah. So hopefully I'll crack something yeah. spiffy. <laughs> nice. A uh, nice English booster box of Word of Spark and did get a ton of super interesting mm -hmm. stuff, but there's a lot of like medium high value rares. Yeah. And uh, even uncommons in the set that I don't. Oh, yeah. Ashiok, I think, is one of the most valuable uncommons. Yeah, because he's rude. <laughs> yeah. It, it turns out like that exiling that. people's entire graveyards does work. Yeah. So yep. he's an uncommon planeswalker that's like two to three dollars, I wanna say. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not too shabby. 
Not too shabby. Hey, by the way, mm-hmm. Netta right now, hate it. Uh. Two Planeswalkers. Every deck is super friends. Every deck is Every super deck friends. Is super, okay. Well, normally I would define super friends as being like, oh, it's the Planeswalkers that have the win conditions themselves. And now yeah. they're more like fancy enchantments that you can smack the faces of, but they're also really powerful for the enchantments that you can get for that mana. It's driving you nuts, huh? It's driving me nuts. I can't <laughs> I can't even build a deck without putting planeswalkers in it. I'm like, oh well, you know what would make this mono red deck better? Like a Chandra. Chandra, yeah. I challenge you, I challenge you. Make a non-planeswalker deck. I did. You did? And I did not have the utility to take out most of the planeswalkers I was running into. Yeah. Well, Amy, thank you very much for hanging out, for dueling, discoursing, etc. and whatnot. Friends, we're going to try and get these out a lot more regularly so you can watch our derpiness uh, at I'm not going on vacation anytime soon, so like you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Glad you had a break and glad you're back feeling rested and back booping snoots efficiently. Thank you everyone for watching so much. Don't forget to go and check out our channels. They're down below in the links uh, in the description, so go click stuff and things come follow us on twitter twitch youtubes all that lovely shite go check out tcgplayer.com as well if you're looking for cards for any card game and you can think of basically pretty yeah, sure pretty much. yeah pretty much yeah amy any final words for our viewers oh yeah um i'm going to bore <laughs> you to death there is that go. good? Is that, yeah. is that you know what? I, if I have, actually do, I have my bidimch. I think I do have my bidimch. Uh, let's go for that. Wait, hang on. There we go. <laughs> I assume it happens. It did happen. <laughs> See you next time, guys. We love you. We leave you. Bye bye.